Nein, nein, nein. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. Welcome to the Geek Squared Show, the show where we talk about the things that we talk about. My name's Rosa. Rosa Diaz. <laughs> Who am I? I'm, I'm Scully. Yeah, the <laughs> opera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> true, what true. What was he singing? I can't even remember. I have no idea. Uh, if you hadn't guessed, today's episode is about Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes. A wonderful show. Also, my name's Emma, and that is Tilly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we just totally derailed ourselves. <laughs> so Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it's over now. That's why we're doing an episode in its honor, Ode to Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Rip. If you don't know what it is, it's a workplace comedy centered around the 99th precinct of NYPD. It premiered September 17th, 2013, and after eight seasons, 153 episodes. Its final episode aired September 16th. 16th, 2021. So almost to the day. Famously, after its fifth season, it was canceled by Fox, picked up by NBC, who finished the series. And it was also brought over to Hulu and Netflix at the time. So it burst in popularity. Both the show and multiple cast members have won various awards and its audience reception has remained top tier. Most importantly, we love it. Why? We will tell you. But before we start, of course, because we are talking about probably almost every single episode, huge spoiler alert from everything from season one to eight. So if you haven't seen any of it or you haven't seen season eight yet and you're a big fan, stop right now. Binge it all in one sitting. Yes. Don't sleep. Don't eat. Watch it all. And then come <laughs> back to this episode. <laughs> exactly. Let's begin with the cast. Mm. We got multiple names in this cast who people didn't know until Brooklyn Nine-Nine, such as Stephanie Beatriz, who plays Rosa. We also got Andre, Andre Brower, who plays Captain Holt, God a bless. national treasure. <laughs> God bless. And uh, Chelsea Peretti yes. <laughs> as Gina Linetti. There are also some names that were already established. Obviously, Andy Samberg and Terry Crews. Terry Crews, like by far, probably yeah. the most yeah. famous of them. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a comedy cast so aligned and so harmoniously funny, but also heartfelt at the same time. Even in Friends, another highly acclaimed ensemble sitcom, there were times where you could tell that certain actors wanted the spotlight more than others. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Even in The Office, sometimes I felt that. But in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you know how like the... Intro, this is before my time. I don't know why I'm referencing this, but you know how in the intro to the Brady Bunch, they're all yeah. in a grid. It's kind of like that. And like sometimes some people are a little bit bigger, their squares a little bit bigger, and other people are around the border. Sometimes two people are sharing it, and the others are around the border in their little squares. But it always feels like they're all present. Yeah. It's theatrical that way, where it's like the whole ensemble is on stage. I, now that you mention it, it is very like theater ish, mm-hmm. which makes sense because a lot of the cast did come from theater, especially Holt, Andre Barr. He went to Juilliard. It was indeed a big whoop. God, the quotes, the <laughs> qu- like the sheer amount of quotable moments from that show. Like you mentioned, Friends, The Office, Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. Also, nothing hits quite like Brooklyn Nine Nine. So true. And I think that's this synergy caused by the amazing cast. It's the chaos. (laughs) It's such, that's the thing. It's so chaotic, but it's also so grounded. I honestly, it's an enigma. I don't know how it works, but it does. The jokes are like so intricately placed. I will not deny ever. 
that The Office has a ton of funny moments. It's a great show. However, I felt that the humor was like lead up, lead up, lead up, punchline. Yes. Lead up, lead up, lead up, punchline. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is just like, it's not even jokes. It's it, just like it, it's stuff Boyle, that just comes out Charles of Boyle as a character, perhaps the funniest character, but he says nothing funny. You know what I mean by that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. he he has he has no witty jokes. It's just a stream of consciousness. And yeah. I love it. What's his son's name? Nikolaj. 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 It's reoccurring, but you don't see it coming at all. You know what? The jokes, the entire script really almost felt as intricate as a choreographed fight scene. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no. I, I, I don't understand, but sure. Well, you have to be so precise when you when you have a choreographed fight scene in a movie because if you miss one movement, their nose is broken. Yeah. Or they're knocked out or they completely miss the punch and it doesn't look convincing. Mm-hmm. It's just so good. I think I I can't ignore it. The number one thing about Brooklyn Nine-Nine that makes it as good as it is is the reoccurring characters. <sighs> I thought you'd we could talk all day about like the main cast <laughs> yes. that's featured in the opening scene, mm-hmm. but then you get Doug Judy and Trudy Judy and Trudy Judy <laughs> and you get Cheddar and you and get Kevin. Kevin and you get like, Caleb the Cannibal. You just get all these random characters. Madeline Wunsch. I. Malibnos. <laughs> Pimento. 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 Okay. As we are leading up to Pimento and this goes for the humor as well. I do understand it's not everybody's thing. Of course. Of course. Nothing is everybody's thing. Otherwise, it wouldn't be funny. But this show just really, it really gets me, you know? That's my sense of humor. <laughs> to a T. As, something as simple as all the sitting rooms yes. in the lake house. And this is the front <laughs> sit. This is the east sitting, sitting room. room. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so I watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine mostly alone on my lunch break at work. So I tried to be very low-key, low-profile, just like watching my show. And there are a lot of shows that I watch. When I'm with other people, I will laugh as a social cue so that people know that I think it's funny. Yeah. But there are very few shows that make me laugh when I'm alone. Sometimes I'll do the, but Brooklyn Nine-Nine, dude, it was so funny. Bone? Anyway, Pimento. From the very moment that he appears on screen until the time he's like makes his final appearance in the final heist, it's just pure, unadulterated nonsense pimento is on another level he is whack the whole relationship between him and rosa oh my god (laughs) so funny when there are those over the top moments it's funny because it's over the top but also at the root of it you're like i know people like this yeah a (laughs) hundred percent i i also found that about uh frank o'sullivan who was the lawyer in the last yeah yeah. i hated that guy but it was you were supposed to so it was hilarious this show is so good. I'm having trouble talking about it. Yeah, same. Like we've we've run around in like three different circles that mm-hmm. all sort of connect. Mm-hmm. The other thing I liked about the characters in this show, the core cast, we all saw some character growth, whether it was teeny tiny or it was huge life changing things. Yeah. Again, to make a, a comparison with the most famous workplace comedy, The Office. Mm-hmm. Did Michael Scott really have any growth? I don't. Did Dwight Schrute so. really have any growth? Absolutely not. Jim? No. Pam? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Pam did. Yes. Yes. Jake Peralta did a full 180. You meet Jake Peralta, and he's at a he's in a rivalry with Amy, and he's <laughs> disobedient with captains, and he he doesn't care, and he does everything. Doesn't wear his tie. Doesn't do anything. <laughs> it really does start with Holt. Mm-hmm. Like Holt makes. Every single character start changing. Holt comes in and, and talks to Jake and he's like, I'm a captain now. I'm in charge and I've had to work my ass off. So if you mess this up for me, like, I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> and at that moment, Jake was like, oh, 
Yeah, I get you know, like that makes sense. Yeah. And you then he ne- you never see him without a tie ever again in the office. And then he gave his first tie to Holt in the end. You know, even with Boyle, he's always like, I'm the guy that's yeah, the yeah. smart one. And that even if Boyle solves it. But then in the end, he's like, you know what? I'm going to let Amy mm-hmm. yeah. take the take the reins, do what she want, needs to do. And I'm going to stay at home and raise the kids. Yeah, oh, that's, Because that's what his father didn't do. Friggin- don't, even, don't even get me <laughs> but, started. But yeah, that's really interesting that you picked up on that, that it all starts with Holt. Because one of the things I want to say is that I noticed one of the hidden themes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine underneath all the wacky gags and the humor is growth and transformation and that is such a bold statement for a show about the police force look at what's going on in the world right now we are learning more and more every day that sadly the police force is a broken establishment there's so many flaws there's so much harm being caused there's so much wrongdoing even holt as a character being introduced to the precinct as you know this black openly gay man in an interracial marriage is really saying a lot and from there on in we start to see how the inner workings of the police force impacts all these different characters. Amy struggles a lot with being a woman in power. Terry gets racially profiled. That episode is so impactful. Especially because he was just like trying to pick up a stuffed yeah, animal. Yeah, and it just, kid. it came out of nowhere. And that's what happens. Things just come out of nowhere like that. Jake even struggles when he starts to realize that his habits and the things that he says and his actions are not always with the best intent. And he starts to see that in other people and stick up for his colleagues. We see it in Rosa leaving the police force because she feels she can do more as a PI. Like all these things really say so much and that is so bold for a comedy to do but i think really appreciated uh, by me anyway i really appreciate that they also addressed the uh, george floyd trial and the black lives matter movement at the beginning of season eight which i thought was a great way to kick off season eight because it was relevant and they needed to do something to say hey we understand this is wrong and we understand that we are a show about you know these people who are doing wrong things we want to address that in a respectful way they can get really serious about something yes. and then also immediately make it something like lighthearted, but still understandable. Yeah. The whole opening of season eight, how, how they were addressing all those things and the way Boyle was acting. I, I kept thinking to myself, like, are they going to address the fact that this is wrong at any point in time? And they always do. They always follow up and in some way or another explain why this is an example of what is wrong and not something that they're just laughing at. Because I, I feel like a lot of shows do get wrapped up in the fact that like, oh, this is what the show is about. But they don't actually address what is going on in the real world regarding the industry, community, etc. that they are choosing to represent. But on a lighter note, let's uh, highlight some of the accomplishments that we saw. Amy, she worked her way up that ladder. Municipal, legal. Yeah. like And then and Terry did the same thing. Yeah. Went from sergeant to whatever. Boyle became a dad. We saw all these people experience so much in what seemed like such a short time. That, that brings me to the tree trunk of the show that is as wacky as the show got sometimes. The cast made it feel so real and really kept it grounded because we got to learn things, little tiny things even, about the characters, about their home life, their emotions, their fears, interests, guilty pleasures. So many layers to each individual character in that core cast. Mm -hmm. It really captured the feeling of a workplace setting. When you are at a workplace for a long time, you do learn those things about your coworkers and it makes you think about them differently and feel for them. And Mm -hmm. it's a thing that happens gradually because you only see them for you know whatever five six eight hours a day and then you go back to your life 
I don't know if that was intentional, but it is a workplace comedy. So I, it I do like was. that. Like they could have very well done one or two episodes that like just told everything about them. Yeah. But you get to learn little bits here and there mm-hmm. because you are learning about everyone at the same time yes. in interconnected ways. It, it feels very organic i want to say mm-hmm. because they don't try to rush things and they don't try to put things into the plots of the episode just because everything has a reason for the most part there are a few isolated moments like the heists fun those stuff are just like good old-fashioned fun yeah <laughs> yeah but for the most part everything contributes to what the character is going through at the time and how it's helping them grow mm-hmm. the fact that there wasn't a single as in one <laughs> token minority character a really diverse team right off the bat and they don't shove it down your throat you know what i mean one thing that really stood out to me i guess because biracial and all that was when jake was talking about amy's parents and he's like oh will your will your dad be into this like being cuban and all blah 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 blah." but he didn't dwell on the fact that her dad is cuban and then i was like oh amy's dad is cuban it wasn't like a big fanfare like you said earlier it's very organic yeah i feel the need to talk about boyle oh gosh see In every show, obviously, you're going to have your one favorite character for whatever reason. Almost always in a show, Mm -hmm. my favorite character is the one that makes no sense. (laughs) So, yes, Pimento is great, but his role is chaos. Whereas Boyle is like, what is your role? (laughs) (laughs) Sir, please, what is your title? (laughs) Yeah, you know, then you get like, you get in the office, you get Dwight or in Friends, it's Joey. Joey just says stuff like Boyle doesn't make any sense but it's not because he's stupid he's just him and i guess that argument could be made for the other characters i just listed as well but also the other characters sort of fall into this category of normalcy yes Boyle does not Boyle, i don't know what Boyle is <laughs> Boyle's not even a boil but he is <laughs> he, he ain't normal but that's not bad and although yes he has some weird like where he's you know doing too much for terry and whatnot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or he you know locks amy's child in a room bro <laughs> first of all amy breaking that door down goddamn <laughs> That's so, that was amazing. That was hilarious. I know a woman who would do this. Oh, yeah. Your mother would do that. <laughs> yes, my mother would. <laughs> Your mother probably has done Yo, that. Probably. <laughs> I don't care if you're heavyweight champion in the UFC. <laughs> if you're fighting a mom protecting her child, you're dead. You're dead. Anyway, Boyle. Not only is Boyle weird, Boyle and his family are all identical human beings <laughs> except for the way they look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They dress the same. They, they talk act, the they same. They talk. They have the same voice. Yeah. Like, I don't they know how they did have it. have the same interests. What did Boyle have in his, his drawer? Sourdough starter. Yeah. What the <laughs> hell? The the mother dough or the grandmother yes, dough yes. or whatever? There is a lot to be said about a good sourdough. You know, food is food. When food is good, food is good. <laughs> Just the way he talks about things, like the amount of passion. Yes, it's the passion. <laughs> it really is the passion. It's just all heart and no brain. Yes. And I love it. <laughs> He's like a puppy. So Boyle is your favorite character? By far. Or Gina. Gina also. Oh Gina in the heist episodes. Oh my god. Unhinged. Psycho. Like, she lost her teeth. What was even her job when she was she was she, at the... She was like Holt's secretary. I guess. But she didn't do anything. She played that Candy Crush game. Cupcake. Cupcake Cupcake. Frenzy or whatever. Cupcake Frenzy. That's the one. When she left, I I was sad. I was okay with it. I think she was a little bit too chaotic for me. I could not get enough of it. (laughs) (laughs) It was the teeth. She always just pulls them out. I'm like, stop. Why do you keep doing it? I don't like it. You know who I do like, though? Terry. I don't know if you can consider this a reoccurring joke, but I I guess it is because it's funny. When Terry talks about himself in third person, what is the reason? But I love it. Terry doesn't like windowsills. (laughs) Terry loves good yogurt. Terry loves a good yogurt. (laughs) 
there's a moment in the last season where Terry's talking to Jake and he's like, Terry doesn't like Legends. And, and Jake is like, what are you saying right now? And Holt, like later in the episode is like, yeah, Terry doesn't like Legends. Yeah. How did you know that? Holt? I love Holt. He knows everything the about everybody. The fact he doesn't have, him and Kevin don't have kids. Yeah, the relationship between Holt and everybody on his team is really heartwarming by the end. Everybody wants a boss like that. Title of your sex movie. Did I say that right? Oh, I, I don't remember what episode or context it was, but Holt comes in and like people are, people are like betting on what he's going <gasps> to say. And he's like, dude, that is my most favorite cold open. They're betting on what he's going to say when he eats a marshmallow and Boyle does the weirdest reaction. And everyone's like, why? I've never seen Holt do that. And then Holt comes in and he's like, what's going on? And Jake says, nothing. You want a marshmallow? And he picks it up and does exactly what Boyle said he was going to do. He picks it up and goes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it was so funny. The cold opens. End of story. That's all I got to like, say. Like the marshmallow one. Like the marshmallow one. <laughs> Hot damn. So good. I will never unhear that. The whole bullpen. <laughs> yeah. Also a good one. Another thing I loved from Captain Holt in the Florida arc, whenever he was talking to his power walking women friends and mm-hmm. he was pretending to be straight. Yeah. And he yes, said he yes. would say the weirdest things with a straight face. Ladies, please do not introduce me to anyone. I'm still getting over the death of my wife, a strong woman with voluptuous breasts. The lines that came out of that man. Oh, especially. Oh, my God. Especially if Madeline Wunsch walked in the room. Ah, Madeline, so good to see you. But if you're here, who's guarding the gates of hell, you forked-tongued lizard witch? You know what? I lied. Boyle is not my favorite. It's Holt. Holt is so good. Holt's lines He's are such a good so character. well de- delivered. Mm-hmm. I have one more thing to say about Holt and then we can move on. His binders? His freaking... Don't even get me started. Never mind. I'm going to do it because the love for Holt won't stop coming. Title of my sex tape. I've <laughs> talked about this in another episode. Our favorite LGBTQ characters. Mm. Holt has these colored binders that are arranged in a rainbow. I did not notice Golden. that. Golden. I also saw... Throughout the series, he had a little gay pride flag in his pencil holder. And in the last season, he has a little bi flag in there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (gasps) That was nice. That was a nice touch. I have never wanted to just like burst into tears. (laughs) (laughs) Holt is literally there. Every time one of his team is down, he's there. 100% he is there. Especially for Rosa. Holt and Rosa have the sweetest relationship. Rosa just coming out. Holt has been out for a very long time. It completely, well, I shouldn't say completely covered LGBTQ representation and narratives because everybody's story is different, but it did speak to a lot of people. Rosa's parents did not accept the fact that she was bi. When she told them, they were like, oh, it's just a phase. Completely gaslit her. It was heartbreaking. Hmm. But then Holt came to her right away. I know what you're going through. It's okay. He even stood in as a parent for her in various episodes. Like when she started seeing her girlfriend and she she wanted that to- That was so sweet. Yeah, I that she that wanted episode. to introduce her girlfriend to Holt and Kevin before her parents even. Bro. Kevin? Oh, Kevin. Kevin Cosner? Co- I love Holt and Kevin too. Yeah. You can tell they just love each other so much. How many people on this planet that you know, could you have a lake house that has no TV, no Wi-Fi, no cell service? Yeah eight sitting rooms (laughs) could you survive in that environment with many people if i had a kevin perhaps perhaps but you are not a holt so would a kevin actually fill Uh, your needs i did not mean to make that sound as it did i don't want to know what you do (laughs) all right you need you need you uh amy i do not you need you a jake Mm. you need you a boil a terry Mm. a scully no terry (laughs) i need me a terry Big, black, muscular man. <laughs> I meant personality-wise, <laughs> though I would not t- turn down Terry Crews. That man. 
Yeah. He got big muscles. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. He got the tetes. <laughs> they bounce. Anyway. How? What? This is the ca- <laughs> Listen, we've embraced the chaos of the 9-9. 9-9? Nine, 9-9. Nine. Nine, nine. Nine, nine. Please take the reins. All right. So I think we have sung enough praise for Brooklyn Nine-Nine. If you haven't checked it out yet, please give it a chance. Thank you for listening. This has been the Geek Squared Show, the show where we talk about the things that we talk about. My name's Emma. I'm Scully. No. I'm Hitchcock. Right? Yes. Who are you? You are Hitchcock. I am Scully. Right. <laughs> you are Holt. I am Terry. <laughs> oh, perhaps. There's so many dynamics. There's so many. There's so many. Alrighty. We release new episodes every Monday, so stay tuned. Thank you once again for listening. Socials are down below in the description if you would like to give us a follow. Also, buy us coffee. The link to our Buy Me a Coffee is below if you would like to fuel the chaos. Please go watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. If you've seen it already, go watch your favorite episode. Have an awesome week and a great day. Nine nine. Diaz, I am your senior officer. Bone!